Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. July 3, 2019, the SFO drops yet another investigation episode. First up, from the FCPA blog, two were uh, charged, two more were charged, rather, in the FCPA with an FCPA conspiracy in the Petro-Ecuador bribe case. Two Ecuadorian citizens living in Florida were indicted on FCPA conspiracy and money laundering. A 11-count indictment was uh, released yesterday, and they allegedly helped to launder, pay and launder more than $4 million uh, to officials at Petro-Ecuador. At least four other defendants have pled guilty in this case. Next up, also from the FCPA blog, The uh, CFTC has awarded uh, $2 million to two model whistleblowers. The Commodities Future Trading Commission awarded two whistleblowers and a combined amount of $2 million for providing the agency with a significant amount of uh, information which led to its investigation. The award will be divided evenly between the whistleblowers because they jointly submitted the tip and award. The CFTC called them model whistleblowers and they contributed to the investigation by identifying key relationships and explaining concept, uh, excuse me, complex, can't even pronounce the word, financial arrangements going forward. So another award, another award from the CFTC. Next up, in what can only be termed a huge win for the compliance profession, a Walmart compliance uh, professional was nominated to the federal bench yesterday. The senior director for global anti-corruption compliance at Walmart One Lee Rudofsky was nominated uh, for the federal bench in Arkansas. He started his career at Kirkland and Ellis and uh, has worked in various uh, uh, Republican endeavors, including as deputy general counsel to Mitt Romney's 2012 presidential campaign. He is a a very well-credentialed lawyer, having uh, holds a law degree from Harvard undergrad and Cornell and clerk for Justice Robert Cordy on the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court. So um, it's great to see a uh, compliance professional nominated to the bench. Of course, he's a lawyer. Um, nevertheless, I think this is the first compliance, sitting compliance, certainly sitting compliance professional, and perhaps the first lawyer with any compliance experience nominated to the federal bench. And our final story is also the title of this day's edition and that is what the heck is going on with the serious fraud office. As you know, a Technique FMC settled a massive FCPA case late last week. And as part of the FMC portion, it noted that the company had used a uh, third-party facilitator from Monaco to help pay bribes into Iraq. Well, that is Unioil. And the serious fraud office was investigating the principles of Unioil, and mysteriously, they dropped their investigation. So this is now the third time that the Serious Fraud Office has dropped investigations into individuals. It happened in uh, GSK. It happened in Rolls-Royce. And you really have to wonder how committed the Serious Fraud Office is is into uh, investigating individuals. Uh, With the Unioil case, excuse me, with the Technique FMC case, you have to really wonder, since last week, uh, Unioil was named as a, um, or at least the uh, company was outlined in the uh, DPA uh, for Technique FMC. So lots of questions. 
Last week, NABEX released an ebook I wrote for them entitled The Worst Case Scenario Survival Guide. It has four different areas, leadership, structure, innovation, and integration. It will give you a survival guide to how to avoid the worst case scenarios in each of the available free on the NAVX website, so check it out. Finally, a new podcast has appeared on the Compliance Podcast Network, The Integrity Factor, with AP Calpaldo and Marcia Weldon. Check it out on the Compliance Podcast Network. The Compliance Podcast Network is a proud member of C-Suite Radio.